0: two-bedroom apartment on the west side of los angeles it's high on film tonight we've got meg styles and lizzie donaldson with eternal sunshine of the spotless mind well technically speaking the procedure is brain damage on this week's cerebral episode well hello and welcome to another exciting episode of high on film sobering talk about movies the podcast last on the charts but first in your hearts I'm Chris Maxwell. I'm your host. Welcome to episode 238 of this damn show. Hoo doggy. We choose guests, they choose movies, and here we are today. Uh, you know, last week we ended praising the work of Kate Winslet, and I have a feeling that we're just going to continue that here today as we watch Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind from 2004. AKA, If the Girl from Inside Out Incepted Herself, I think is kind of what this movie is like. If the Girl from Inside Out is Jim Carrey. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's directed by Michelle Gondry. Ri- Gondry. Directed by Michelle Gondry. Written by Charlie Kaufman for the screenplay. Kaufman, Michelle Gondry, and uh, Pierre Bismuth for the story. Yeah, Jim Carrey's in it. David Cross, Kirsten Dunst, Mark Ruffalo, Elijah Wood. I think that, that's Tom everybody. Tom Wilkinson. Tom Wilkinson. There it is. And there he is. The man who's right to my left. The co-host from the couch. The Walking Kevin Bacon Game. One of Earth's mightiest heroes and the Brad Davis that God gave us. You uh, you saw Black Panther this weekend because that's one of Earth's mightiest heroes. He's, he's an Avenger, kind of. And here he is, my co-host and friend. The Brad Davis <laughs> that God gave us. Brad Davis. Hi. Hey, Brad. Oh, that was a hell of an intro. I tried to Uh, amp it up. I'm running out of things to say here. 238 episodes. He saw Black Panther this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) weekend. It's still on my mind. Yeah. The only
1: man in America (laughs) (laughs) that saw Black Panther this weekend. One of 110 million.
0: (laughs) Not Brad, everybody, America saw it. The world, probably. Is it internationally released yet? Yeah. Yeah. It is. There it is.
1: I mean, I don't know. Specifically all the markets, but Cape Town at least.
0: Cape Town from at least least Los Angeles to Cape Town. Town. (laughs) Everybody there in those two cities saw Black Panther. And Brad, that's not what we're here to talk about. No, it's not. Eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. Mind. With a D. Yes. Uh, What do you think? This came out uh, as we were starting to wrap up college. Yeah.
2: Yeah, about halfway through.
0: Yeah. About halfway through. St- yeah, I starting it was to wrap early up. Of a of college? 2004, years. we'd be sophomores.
2: Yeah. Okay. Second half of college.
0: Yeah, wrap, okay. starting
2: to wrap up. All right. <laughs> Jeez, you wrapped up early. Um, <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs>
1: second year is not second half second of college. I, I, well, I'm saying it would be oh, yeah, halfway. Oh, yeah, second, yeah, That's right.
2: what I'm saying.
0: We were sophomores.
2: Um, Sorry. It's fine. We'll, what
0: we'll, do you think of Eternal Sunshine of <laughs> the Spotless Mind, Brad?
2: Uh, I think it's a phenomenal film. I think it's. Uh, this is probably the hardest the movie's ever hit me emotionally i haven't seen it in seven years i would say since before we lived in this apartment mm-hmm. um is the last time i saw it and man yeah it hit me like a ton of bricks this time not to say it hasn't hit me hard before but this one seemed for some reason more emotionally draining
0: oh interesting I might have had a little more detached viewing this time than I've ever had, actually. Well, um, which I do appreciate, because I've I've loved this movie for a very long time. In fact, we included it on one of our 10 best movies of the century so far list.
2: Oh, that's right. Yeah. Deservingly so.
0: You still think so? You're You're yeah. still... Yeah. I am too. I feel good about it. It's a pretty brilliant film. It is. Yeah. Well, let's get to the people who watch this film with us today. Uh, one who's never been on the podcast before and chose this movie for us to watch today... And the other, who has been on the podcast, an old pro, I should say. Oh yeah! Uh, oh, oh yeah! We are so excited to have them both on here today to talk about this. Longtime friends, Meg Styles and Lizzie Donaldson, come to the podcast this <laughs> evening.
3: Hi. Hello, hi.
0: Guns a blazing! Welcome, ladies.
3: Thanks, Thanks. Chris. You're welcome. Happy to be here. Very happy to be here.
0: Yeah. Now, Meg, this is your first time on High on Film. And you got to choose the movie. Yeah! So Eternal Sunshine, what what prompted this choice?
3: So, um, I have been looking forward to being on this podcast for a long time, and my method the last time we discussed this was to sit down and make a list of my favorite movies and then compare them with movies you haven't done, because it had been going a while, mm-hmm. and this was number two on the list. Jurassic Park being one, you've already done it.
0: We have. We did Jurassic Park. So it's
3: one of my favorite, and I'm going to be super moony about this movie because I just love it so much. It's one of my favorites.
0: That's quite all right. It's it's an emotionally charged movie, and it is uh, it's it's lovely. Yeah, moon oh.
3: away,
1: I say. Moony, yeah. Yeah. Lizzie. Yeah. How do you feel about this film? I also love this movie. Also love yeah, this. I know oh, consent What
0: an interesting podcast this will brew. On. I <laughs> know.
1: Hmm. Various can't, viewpoints. I can't wait Eternal for more We're going to oh, delve God. so deep into war scene. I actually saw this movie for the first time with the lady to my right, Meg Stiles. That's me.
0: Oh, man. That's that's great. Yeah. Where'd you guys see it? In Pittsburgh. In
1: Pittsburgh, in Squirrel Hill.
0: At the Manor Theater? At
1: the Manor Theater.
0: I saw it there with former Haiyang film guest Mike Derenzis for ah, the first time.
1: Nice. Oh, wow. Guess. Bringing it all back around. Yeah. So
0: you saw it more than once then in the theaters,
1: Yes, Mike. I. You saw, it, you saw it again after. We I saw did. it too. Three
2: times in the theaters.
3: James Wong. Oh,
1: I've I, maybe more. But she James was, Wong and I saw it. And then we <laughs> yeah, both Yeah. They were just like, really you haven't deep. seen this? We're, all right. We're going today. Like, it was that day. Wow.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we made it happen. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, Michelle Gondry's certainly known for his uh, more cerebral films and, and doing... Uh, weird storytelling uh, tricks, I would say. Plot devices. Yes. Yeah. And uh, this film, no different. And of course, now he's paired with Charlie Kaufman, who also is known for the same little film antics. Just
1: a couple of wackadoos. Antics. A
0: couple of wackadoos.
1: And a beautiful
0: movie. They are. They are. So let's get into our first category. What am I... Mm. The mm. first segment. Please give me a buzzer. I'm, okay, I got a bell.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's usually. No. Nice. Do I really <laughs> get a bell? Well,
0: well, for now, you can abuse your privileges, though. So. Yeah. It's so
4: far
2: away. We usually only use it to denote
0: uh, if someone says the title of the movie. Yeah. The titular line. Uh, yeah. yeah. Which this film does have a titular it, line. It does. Yeah. It does. But anyway, our first it's segment's it. called Trash Star Destroy. We give you three movies of a similar ilk. We ask that you trash one which means it's eliminated from existence. You get to star in one in whatever you'd like whatever role you'd like to take for yourself. And of course the third movie then must be destroyed, which means that the only version that has ever existed has been both written and directed by Mr. Michael Bay of Pearl Harbor fame. <laughs> you okay <I'm> Brad? Okay.
2: <laughs> I, the mention of Pearl Harbor is just mm-hmm. like, oh god. It's, yeah. It's too
1: soon.
2: I saw it in the theaters. I'll, oof, I don't know what I was thinking. Pearl Harbor is too,
1: too soon, soon for the movie? It's too soon to joke the about reaction. having seen that
3: movie. Yeah, yeah,
2: that's how I took it.
0: <laughs> All right, so let's do three Charlie Kaufman scripted films. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Being John Malkovich, Adaptation, and Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. So Two Spike Ooh. Jones and a George Clooney. Georgie Clooney. I
3: have a confession before we begin this round. Is it from a dangerous mind? It's mm-hmm. from my... Empty Mind because I haven't seen that movie. Uh, I haven't seen it either. Uh, I know. <laughs> seen what Conventions of a Dangerous yeah, Mind? It's yeah. up oh. I know. Okay, we'll so I will we'll hurry up and show it to me, and <laughs> yeah. then I will.
1: We'll watch
2: it right now, <laughs> and then yeah. we'll it's kick a, back a in. A brief
1: two-ish yeah. hour intermission. I hadn't
2: again, watched we'll right it. I hadn't watched it until a couple of years ago myself. Oh, I love Sam
3: Rockwell. Yes,
2: mm-hmm. I do love Sam Rockwell.
0: Well, Brad, why don't you go first here?
2: All right. So I'm sorry again. It's adaptation being John Malkovich.
0: Confessions of a Dangerous
2: Mind. mind. Ooh, that's tough. I haven't seen Being John Malkovich in years. And I didn't like it when I saw it. I have a feeling I'd like it a lot more now, though. But adaptations or confessions. Um, Damn, that's tough. Maybe I have to be an adaptation. Because that movie's pretty awesome.
0: Uh, yeah, but what, are you gonna, what role are you taking in adaptation? Both
2: Nicholas Cage roles.
0: Both Nicholas Cage roles. You're going to leave him with one. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, gonna, I feel
2: like it won't really play as well. Yeah. <laughs> Fraternal twins won't
0: work as well as identical. We'll yeah.
2: see. I'll, I'll, me and Nick can sit down. We can see if we can make this thing work. We'll, you know, see if we can creatively come to a, a decision. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I think I'm going to do that. I could start in Confessions, but I won't. So that means I'm going to give Confessions of a Dangerous Mind to Michael Bay? Okay. Okay. Chuck
0: Barris story. I mean, there's spy stuff. Yeah,
2: that's kind of why I'm leaning that way. There is part of me that would be very interested to see what the hell he does with John Malkovich, uh, being John Malkovich. But uh, I'm going to do that, and then I'll trash being John Malkovich.
0: Okay. I think I'm going to star in Confessions of a Dangerous Mind.
2: Uh, well, you love that movie.
0: I do love that movie. You're right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I would I liked it a lot, by the way. I
2: mean, I'm a big fan of that movie. Too. Maybe
0: That's, take sure. the Rockwell role, except I kind of want to Work act. with Sam Rockwell? Yeah. yeah, of course you do. So I think I'm going to be the one dating show contestant who wins and then turns out to be a Russian spy.
1: Yeah. Spoiler. <laughs> it's a small
0: spoiler. Yeah. <laughs>
1: It's You're not a big told one. You have confessed. confessed. Yeah, I know you we did. We don't get to call spoilers this far out. Yeah.
0: Know. This like, movie <laughs> is from
1: <laughs> Before world world. Eternal
0: Sunshine, I believe.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is 3
0: I think, Confessions. Definitely yeah. Before Internal Sunshine. Yeah. Uh, but that means oh boy. I guess I'm going to trash being John Malkovich. So I'm going to give Michael Bay adaptation. Oof. I want to see Michael Bay do a meta film. That could be a real with mess. Cage. Real quickly. <laughs> yeah. With Nicolas Cage. <laughs> yeah.
1: They worked together before. There you go, right. Lizzie. Yeah, um, I haven't seen Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, but I did just read the back of the DVD, like, and I'll no. totally play a what is this? A TV producer slash top secret CIA assassin? That sounds fun. Go <laughs> yeah. in. That yeah. sounds fun. <laughs> I'll be that. Is that you, same? You're Rachel? Chuck Barris. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yes, Chuck Barris. Does he dance? Lizzie Donaldson is Chuck yeah. Barris.
0: Yeah, he's the guy who created The Gong Show and The Dating Game.
1: Yeah. Um and then he
0: confessed it to being a CIA agent all his life.
3: Amazing. I think
0: I really like that Yeah. You would. It's awesome. <laughs> we
1: should tell we you. should really Three watch that. Brief two hour intermission right. yes. we It's great. <laughs> um, uh, uh, give um being John Malkovich to Michael Day.
0: Oh. Maybe it's being Dwayne the Rock Johnson.
1: It's being Dwayne the Rock
0: Johnson, <laughs> or being
2: Mark Wahlberg. Uh, that
0: actually might be more interesting.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that would be more interesting. You get to go
0: into the mind of Mark Wahlberg.
2: Please, I'm all for that movie.
1: Um, yeah, that's fucking great. Uh, yeah, and then um, just trash adaptation because I really like that movie. The and Walking you don't want to touch. Preserve it. Better or, than Bay. Yeah. Better than Bay. Disappear it. Yeah. Meg.
3: I want to star in Being John Malkovich. Okay. And...
0: The Which role?
3: That's a really tough decision, because there are a couple that I would like to choose, but I think...
0: John Malkovich.
3: I mean, how do I choose anything else, really? <laughs> Malkovich, Malkovich, really Malkovich.
0: Being, being Meg Styles. styles? <laughs>
3: no, you would still call it the
2: same thing.
3: Yeah. <laughs> awesome. I actually <laughs> love that. It's yeah, like what they John did. Malkovich. It's
2: like what they did with Dylan. And, and like to I'm be still bald. here. No, I'm still yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm still, still here. Good. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. You'd like perfect. to be bald? Yeah, I would.
0: No, like be bald. Yeah, so. I'm not there. I'm not there. I'm still here. Is that the yes? That's why I paused. I'm not there. Is the Bob Dylan Todd Haynes film? And I'm still here. Is the Joaquin Locking Phoenix rap movie. Film.
2: Wow. I, yeah, I, I that,
1: duped myself. I was like, the, "Yeah, that's right." It sounded Moving right on. too. And
2: I, the Casey like yeah. I'm a monster.
0: No, another I'm one of my more film favorite films. Shins. I'm not there. I love that Bob Dylan movie. Right. Ah. Yeah. Okay, guys. Well, let's do one more trash star destroy before we move on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. We all know one of our our favorite actors growing up was comedic Jim Carrey. Yes. But this movie, it stars him. But boy, he's being more of a dramatic James Carey. (laughs) So let's do three movies of dramatic James Carey. Okay. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: We'll do the movie we just watched, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. We'll do The Truman Show. And we'll do Man on the Moon.
2: This is a brutal category.
0: A brutal category? Yeah,
2: for me. Because I'll tell you what.
1: I know, you you love Truman Show. I
2: love Truman Show. It's one of my all-time favorites. And this movie... Uh, Eternal Sunshine ranks up there, too. And I'll tell you what. Man on the Moon is fucking terrific as well.
0: Not so much the Jim and Andy documentary.
2: That's that's not as good? No. Oh, you weren't a fan?
0: I did not like it. Okay. Fact. Yeah. Okay. And we have less respect for Jim Carrey. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
2: I can see that. Um, Okay, so what am I doing? I guess... I guess I have to... Star in Truman Show and play his friend Noah Emmerich or whatever that actor's name is but uh, the friend who's like faking him out the whole time mm-hmm. everyone's faking him out the whole time well yeah the, the, his best friend who he drinks beers with and gets yeah. golf balls with uh, that means I have to trash Eternal Sunshine <gasps> I, I... Sorry. No, no. <laughs> I, I can't give that movie to Michael Bay. I just I can't. I get it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which, believe I me, boy, it. this the is one of, harder, one of the harder... It's one of the harder Trash Star destroys I've done in a while. But, uh, yeah, I think I have to trash it, which is terrible. And then give Man on the Moon to Michael Bay.
0: Michael Bay, it is Andy Kaufman's story.
2: So, man. I would love to play the role of Joel in... Eternal sunshine. But
0: not not, a, not enough. Not apparently. enough. Yeah. Not enough. Truman <laughs> Second show. The <to> Truman <laughs> Show is more important to me. It yeah. is. And man, it's it being so the good. friend in Truman Show is more important than being the the Joel in Eternal Sunshine. It's more important to preserve that movie.
2: The man to loves me. the, the Truman Show. I do. I love that movie. I've loved that like movie for years. But oh man, now seeing just having watched Eternal Sunshine, oh I feel terrible.
0: <laughs> okay. Just,
2: going to somebody else. it will be okay. We'll erase your memory of this.
0: That'd be great. Thank you. Ladies, any easier answers out of either one of you two?
3: Uh, it's really easy for me, Star and Eternal Sunshine, because I love it forever and it's perfect. Clementine? You know, okay, so I've thought about this a lot in the past Uh-oh. two and a half minutes. <laughs> <and> <laughs> <laughs> it's very hard to decide between Clementine and Mary.
2: Yeah. Because...
3: Mm. The Mary role is the silent creeper. She's hilarious. She's this background story that has been unfolding and you didn't know. Find out towards the end. But yeah, Clementine. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Clementine's too good of a role. So yeah. good. It's such a good role.
3: It wouldn't be so hard.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that leaves you trashing.
3: Okay, so I also haven't seen men the, on, on, the, the on the moon. So, um...
0: Of the Spotless Mind on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> of
3: the Spotless Mind on the moon. So that one can go ahead to trash land.
0: And then Michael Bay's Truman Show.
3: Yeah, I just... Spotless. What would it be like? Why not? Sorry, I, Brad.
0: No, I, oh, no, you're fine. <laughs> Believe me, I'm still dealing with
2: the fact that I t- trashed Eternal Sunshine and uh, yeah. didn't take the Jim Carrey role. Yeah. Alongside I'm Alongside Kate Winsley who's so fucking... Uh,
0: I'm right in line with you, Meg. I think I'm gonna... Be in Eternal Sunshine. I really want to talk about Michael Bates' Truman show because that would be awesome. Yeah, and I'm okay trashing Man on the Moon. I do really enjoy that and I really like his performance, but I, you know, I'm okay getting rid of that. It's a true story, so we still have the story. As for who I'm going to be in Eternal Sunshine, I could do Joel, but I'm tempted to take Elijah Wood's part. Because he's so the only freaky, one I don't want to work baby with. Baby like, I would take Ruffalo's part, except I want to work with Ruffalo. Right. <laughs> and I'd like Jim Carrey's part, but I you know, I guess I want Jim Carrey there. And...
3: You'd have to work <laughs> out a super creepy giggle. Yeah,
0: I would. Yeah, I'll be Joel.
3: Never mind. <laughs>
2: yeah. Take the glory, you get right? You would spend the whole movie with Kate Winslet, who's just a... Yeah. I
0: mean... And half my days are just laying in a bed. Not saying nothing. Yeah, that's true. I get to that's open my true. eyes twice it's like the lot days of days of shooting there's
3: a little crying you fake there's acting little, yeah yeah
0: that's true we're in a colander yeah colander
3: <laughs>
0: Lizzie yeah what are you doing here with this trash start destroy category I
1: think I I think I I uh I, I think I do what you just said oh wow yeah
0: so Brad's the outlier
1: yeah Brad, yeah. he's
0: nuts. I know.
1: Look at you over there. Who are you going to be happy.
0: in Eternal Sunshine? You're out Joel? there. You're going to be Joel as well. Yeah. Nice. Absolutely. Right. Well, then I'll be Elijah Wood. And okay, great. Okay. For the reboot.
3: Yeah.
1: Okay, we'll so
0: do. when
3: are we... Right.
1: We'll Whenever you want. I'm free. God, if only Brad wanted to be in this movie. Probably, I know. You're out.
2: I know. Brad's got to go be in... The
1: Truman well, Show. Well, I would have been Joel.
2: I would have chose Joel as well, so there would have been a problem.
1: Oh, yeah, We would have had a fight
2: over being Joel. It would
1: have ruined our friendship. Yeah.
2: For
0: sure. Well, thank God that didn't happen. Thank God. But unfortunately, we do have to go to a break.
1: No! no come
0: on. Yeah, we're gonna take a quick break and be right back with more high-end film, more eternal sunshine of the spotless mind, more Meg Styles and Lizzie Donaldson. Did I say more high on film yet? And more high-end film. I
2: think
0: so. Right after this.
2: Can't hurt to reiterate. <laughs>
0: And we're back, high on film, talking Michelle Gondry's Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind with Meg Styles and Lizzie Donaldson here for episode 238. And here we go, guys. I hope you didn't erase your memories of Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind because we are dipping into spoiler country. If you haven't seen this movie, well, all bets are off from here on out. We're telling you the ending, all the little tricks of the trade, all the little surprises and secrets of this film, they're coming out. Reach are going to take a turn at summarizing Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind in a thousandth of the time that it actually takes to view. This is a 108-minute movie, allowing us each 10.8 seconds to get out the best summary you can of the film. Now, as you do so, the other three of us around the podcast table will judge you numerically, from zero to two points. Please feel free to use decimals if you feel that's appropriate to help refine your score. Uh... Because that's how we'll figure out a winner of this whole podcast. Great. I'm glad, glad everyone gets it. We're
1: on yep. board? We're I all judge
3: harshly. Right. Yes. Okay.
0: That's fine. I'm nervous. Don't be nervous. We had our patented Cost coin toss during the break. We tossed a four-sided, I've rarely used four-sided coin, yep. into the air. It's a box. It's a box it is I don't know why I call it a coin so this is a cube it's fucking yeah it's a cube three dimensional it's
3: a four sided die
0: it's a four sided die yep
1: which has four sides the cube has six we just rolled it it was a four sided die
0: it was a four sided die die. but it's metal so it's like a coin and it's from the coin cost coin cost coin company (laughs) (laughs) say that three times fast Brad yes you called it in the air. I did. And lo and behold, it came up whatever you said that was, yeah. would be the fourth side of that coin. Uh,
2: Schmals.
1: Schmails. Schmails. It was Schmails. Yep. I'm sorry, that was affirmative. That was not questioning Schmails. That was agreeing. Con- confirming. Thank you. Are you going mm-hmm.
0: first, second, or third, my friend? I'll go first. Or fourth. I'll go, go fourth first. too. First.
1: I'll just start it off. What the
0: hell? All right. 10.8 seconds to summarize <laughs> eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. All right. In three. Two. One. Amanda
2: decides to erase the memory of his ex-girlfriend after he finds out she erased his memory. Uh, once he starts doing that and going through the process of it, he realizes he doesn't want to do that anymore, so he tries to fight back against it. In the end, he finds out that uh, he does. Oh, it's hard to explain that ending.
1: Holy cow. Yeah, he did really well. It sounded like he said he dies at the it end. It did though. sound like
2: oh, that. Oh, he doesn't. He does not die. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> no what I tried to maybe say maybe. there.
1: Spoiler, non-spoiler. Yeah. Spoiler. spoiler <laughs>
0: Spoiler
2: not
1: spoiler?
3: (laughs) (laughs) I have to take off my sweatshirt.
0: Wow. It's getting serious. The heat is on.
2: Christopher. Bradshaw. It is your turn, sir. I know. Okay. Uh, What, 10.8 seconds? Yes, please. Are you ready?
0: As ready as I'm going to be.
2: Okay. In three, two, one.
0: A former couple, Joel and Clementine. Joel finds up that, uh, after they broke up, that Clementine erased him from his memory. Uh, So he gets her erased from his memory. Uh, He fights back against it as the process is happening, but can't. Uh, He uh, meets her again. Okay.
1: Joel finds up.
0: (laughs) You said that at one point. Joel finds up. Joel finds up. He finds a DVD of Up. (laughs) Yeah.
1: He had misplaced
0: it. <laughs> yeah.
1: He finds it. He didn't okay. remember
0: how terrible the third act was. Oh, i surprised oh, all here over we go again. again.
2: <laughs> here we go again. Spoiler, not spoiler. I didn't say anything. I guess that's <laughs> The third act of Up. How many times has that been mentioned on this podcast? Enough. Enough. <laughs>
1: Movie Up? Also never mentioned yes. yeah.
2: that. Oh, I haven't either, actually. It's as much as I mentioned Gran
1: Torino. How much I hate that. But can we not? With Gran Torino. Just this one day. Yeah, we'll especially for next week.
0: Yeah, next week I think we're going to talk a lot about Gran Torino. <laughs> Oscar spectacular were... part one. Oscar throwback plug. Not Gran Torino. Spoiler, not spoiler. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right, Lizzie.
1: Oh gosh. Okay. Yeah.
0: Ten point eight seconds f- to watch. To watch. To summarize a movie you just watched twice yep. in uh, what two weeks?
1: One week. One week. Oh, yeah, I just watched this on Wednesday. There you go. Not it, it's Wednesday. Not Wednesday anymore.
0: Audience. Not Wednesday anymore. No,
1: this is a Monday. Oh. Okay.
0: If you're listening to it when it came Monday. out, Monday. 10.8 in yeah. three, two, one.
1: After a bad breakup, uh, a couple decides to erase each other from their memory, and um, Joel, the male part of the couple, decides halfway through the process that <laughs> he doesn't want to do it anymore, so he tries to stop it. Tomorrow it's happening.
0: Time. He can't. First, his <laughs> <laughs> seconds with clarifying that Joel was the male part of the I mean,
1: couple. You just, you know, you don't set it up, and then you can't. Uh... Yeah. It's tough.
0: You it's get really in hard. there, and it's, it's just a just hard a lot, game. Two do different
1: door. games. <laughs> I
0: know. <It's> really <laughs> we'll, do a, we'll do a different game in a sec. Thank you. But, for fairness sake, we'll let Meg go. I
1: get, I get Meg. to go?
0: You get to go, Meg. Okay, it's hard. <laughs> do you think you were exempt from this one? Oh. Okay. <laughs> well, you're not.
1: Okay, <laughs>
3: I'm ready, oh. I'm ready.
0: 10.8 seconds. In three, two, one.
3: Guy meets gal, all night date, time shift. He finds out she erased... Him from her memory. He decides to erase her. Wants to call it off. Fights for her through the end, and they end up meeting again. You forgot the beginning. Damn. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Ah, no, I'm sorry oh no, that's. Sorry, I swore. Oh no, we good. swear. <laughs>
0: okay. Oh yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
3: Part I was trying to, to have my manners on. Yeah. Like a, like Take a your manners off. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess you're your high on. I Take off my sweatshirt.
2: <laughs> no, we have a parental advisory sticker. Oh, you
1: yeah,
3: do. Yeah. yeah. Here you go. Is it on the door?
2: Yeah. Now you have one. Now you
1: have one too. Oh jeez.
0: All right, guys, that was great. Very good. Uh, yeah. Please, make sure you score everyone from zero to two points. Zero is the minimum to the maximum. Oh. So you have a um, whole bunch of decimals. Zero is the well, minimum. Is the minimum, yeah. <clears throat> just,
3: this is a weird rubric. Right? <laughs> well, Sorry. it adds up to
0: 10 at the end on and everyone's <laughs> scorecard, you see. You can do all the same. You can do whatever you feel. The scores really uh, are
2: inconsequential.
0: They really are. But it's time for First Impressions, the second game of the podcast. This time, we'll each supply the person sitting to our right with a line from Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. We'd like to hear them impersonate to the best of their ability. Now, Brad, you went first last time, so I get to go first this time. And I'm going to give Lizzie a line I'd like to hear impersonate for a total of zero to three points. Now, Lizzie? Yes? I suppose I want you to do... Oh, well... It's no secret that I love a good drunk acting scene. Uh,
3: yeah. No, that's true. And here, a-
0: Kate Winslet supplies us with one. She comes in, little, little tipsy, and uh, she has an admission to Joel right before they have a horrible <laughs> breakup. Uh, here's the clip It's three o'clock.
2: I kind of sort of wrecked
0: your car. It's pathetic. All right, Z, hit us with your Clementine.
1: I kinda sorta wrecked your car. That was oh, really good. Yes. 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 Yeah, that was, really was good. good. Yeah. yeah.
2: Very solid performance, Lizzie. Mm hmm.
0: For sure.
1: Thank you. I did see this movie Wednesday and today, which is not Wednesday.
2: So you cheated. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a cheater.
1: I don't
3: think that you sent us the rules. Yeah, there's no so cheating. It's, in the,
2: it's so. in the contract if you read <laughs> the fine
1: print.
3: Oh God! Brad's so contract
0: is very different from yours.
3: Right
1: <laughs> what? Lizzie,
0: do you have a line for the bag?
1: I sure do. Um, this, um, this happens when you think that they're meeting for the first time and they're on their first date, but they're really meeting for the second time. And uh, Clementine invites Joel up to her apartment for a drink. And she fixes him a drink. And uh, presents him with said drink.
0: Yeah, a blue ruin. A blue like she ruin, which is also it. the two. name of
1: her hair color. Two, two blue, blue ruins. ruins.
4: Two blue ruins. Cute. Drink up, young man. And make the whole seduction part less repugnant.
1: <sighs>
3: I'm just kidding.
1: Uh.
0: Come on. Okay, Meg. You're Kate Winslet. Okay. Take it away.
3: Drink up, young man. It'll make the whole seduction part less repugnant. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Come on.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Yep. All right. Yeah. Cheers. Yep. Okay. So okay. we we'll Chris. How do you know that, Brad? You haven't even done your line yet. Yeah, I know. And Meg? you haven't either. <laughs> I know, Brad. Yeah. Do you have? I've Meg? done this podcast plenty of times, Chris. Do you have a line from Brad? I do. That would maybe not discourage him from this attitude?
3: <laughs> I hope so. All right. Um, it's the line where they go out onto the ice, Clementine and Joel, mm-hmm. and she says, It's not going to crack or break. Okay.
2: My Kate Winslet. Brad's Kate Winslet.
1: not going to crack. It's not going to crack or break or it's
0: so thick. All right, Brad. Yeah, you praised her all last week. So, here you go. Here's your chance to do a Kate Winslet line. All right. <clears throat> it's not going to crack
2: or break or it's so thick. <laughs> it's Pretty good.
1: <laughs> John Kate Winslet uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: He I think he has.
2: Has yeah, he
1: admiration.
0: <laughs> yeah. We've done a decent amount of Kate Winslet on this podcast oh. now that I think about it. One of my favorites. Yeah. Uh, Brad. Chris. Do you have a line for me? I do.
2: Uh, so we. Uh, we. I'm going to give you a Jim Carrey line. Uh, Joel. Uh, he is. This is in the beginning part of the movie where they're like meeting again, I believe. Yeah. Um, and she has just gotten into his car after. Uh, kind of blowing her off and offering her a ride, and uh, she, they bring up a stalker book, so we'll just let them take it away.
3: You're not a stalker or anything, right?
2: I'm not a stalker. You're the one that talked to
0: me, remember?
3: That is the oldest trick in the stalker book.
0: Really? There's a stalker book. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. I gotta read that one. Okay. Here we go. James Carey. James Carey. Really? There's a stalker book? Okay. I gotta read that one. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Love it. That really was... There was effort there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Credit where credit's due. There was effort in that. Really. There was a lot of restraint. Yeah. yeah,
2: mm-hmm. I yeah well, that's mm-hmm. kind of what the performance needs.
0: Thanks, guys. All right, well, after you're done scoring that game, you can set the scorecards to the side, because we're now heading into the open forum discussion part of the podcast, known as Scene Work. Of course, we're an optimistic podcast, if that's not relevant, relevant, evident already. Or relevant. <laughs> or relevant. <laughs> if that's, yeah, whatever. It's never relevant. It's not, we're irrelevant. That's right. Uh, evident already, so we're starting off optimistically. Do-do-do-do! Best Scene. What's the best scene in Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind?
1: This is very difficult. Oh, this all, is of
0: so hard of them all of I think all. Okay, scenes. not all at once. Not all at once. <laughs> but I think we all agree. All right. Well, okay. Well, if we all have to pick one, so so, who can pick one quickest? Maybe me or Lizzie.
1: Yes, I have. I have one that I just love. What I can kind of watch. I, I have two. all right i'll go first all right i know well my favorite one is the the because it's so early so it's like kind of a bummer but it's so good is the scene on the train where there where she goes and she starts talking to him for the and what you think is their first conversation then you realize it's not their first conversation but it's so well done they're re-meeting they're re-meet they're
2: they're re-cute meet -meet re-meet cute cute. that's what it is (laughs) Yeah. We meet cute. Even yeah. leading up to that before they get on the train, the waving. waving at oh. yeah, it's Where she steps
1: so backwards and <laughs> yeah. comes back to wave and at it's, I love that. It, it gets better with every viewing because of how loaded everything is and, and how they're both out of source that day and they don't know why and they're both so drawn to each other and they don't know why. And they're not even like really... I mean, they're hitting it off, but it's not like a typical meet cute. It's it's There's tension and there's a back and forth and a push-pull and you almost are like... He almost seems like really uh, intimidated by her, but just so wants to keep talking to her, and it's it's really cool.
0: If my memory serves me correctly, they kind of go through a lot of the problems that they later have in that oh, little shit. conversation <laughs> of like yeah. finding him boring because he keeps saying nice, right?
3: Yeah,
0: and he finds her impulsive, which right. he right. Is, like Doesn't keeps like, yeah. shying away from. He keeps
3: he, also he shuts her the Good in their relationship because she pushes his boundaries, right?
0: Absolutely. That's true. Absolutely. All right. Well, I mean, I'll tell you my best scene is the actual first meeting.
1: Oh, yeah. Of them. Uh, when they right. meet oh. At the end of the film, yes.
0: the last memory to be erased from Joel's mm-hmm. memory. Of course. Uh, at the David Cross, uh, uh, what's her name? The Amanda birthday, Jane. Not Amanda Jane. His wife. Jane Addams. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, party. And he's sitting there by himself, and she comes up and talks to him, and they meet again and almost have like a reverse conversation of they do in yes. the first.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, and then of course going into the house and what if you stayed because he left? And then in their I first, wish I stayed. in yeah. their re meeting, he does stay. They have the whole night together mm-hmm. in their yeah. re meeting, and in their first meeting, he doesn't. He leaves, and then you see him riding home with David Cross and and uh, and, and Jane Adams.
2: Right. And you also get the line, which just hit me like, ugh. A ton of bricks. The, whenever she says it's almost like this is the end or she says something like that. Like, what do we do? You know this is almost over. Yeah. And he just says, enjoy it. Yeah. And like, oh, my God. That broke me. Yeah. That was
0: not okay. Ugh. Well, that, uh, I always, uh, it always crushes me when uh, she's she's like, was it something I said that made you leave? And he said, yeah. It's mm-hmm. when you said, go ahead, leave. So, go. Yeah. so just go. Yeah. And you, you said it with such disdain in your voice that I just. Ran and I'm like, oh, yeah. oh my god! Yes, I know. I, I don't know. That little detail just oh, always just pricks me in the heart. Um, but I love it. I love the way that it comes around. I love that it's the last memory to be erased, of course. Um, yeah, and you get that little. It's a small revelation, but that he's with Naomi when he meets her, which yeah, is not yeah at all apparent until that scene.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What about you guys? Best scene.
1: Actually, he does mention it when he starts when they start erasing his memory. He says when when he talks about the first time that he met her, he says I was living with this woman, Naomi. Oh, yeah, so oh all right. It's a quick quick drop off line, but yeah, he does mention it. Busy with the facts. Just fact check. I did again watch this movie twice. This
0: yeah Wednesday m- and not today. Which wait. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much no, what no, you did no. before. <laughs> Wednesday is not today. Wednesday is not today. I have one. I am ready. Go ahead, Meg. Okay, so mine is actually, I, I love this movie so much, it was really hard to choose, but mine is actually the opposite pick, I think, than yours because it's so simple. There's not a whole lot, you know, of, you know, swarming around it and layering. It's the Osidius scene. Oh, that's great. It was a, mm, the first one I made, and <clears throat> it's so simple. It's this really beautiful moment of two people sort of. Discovering that they really fancy each other and having this moment away—it's in their all-night date, or was this the second night? This it's the second night. It's
0: the, second night. It's the second
3: night. It's the honey She called it the honeymoon. That's
0: right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honeymoon. Because they go back to Montauk to the lake she remembers uh-huh. and lay out on the ice. Yes. Okay. Like yes. the poster.
3: So they lay down and they lie down and he, she asks him to identify constellations and very, very. Um, Emphatically says, "Osidius, osidius, <laughs> swoop and across. cross." <laughs> yeah. Osidius, the emphatic. It's just such a perfect flirt, and she's you know stabbed yeah arm. It's really yeah just after goading him moment. on right. right.
1: <laughs> that scene stuck out with me a lot this time too because I've seen this movie a bunch, and s- until recently I was like, they make her seem kind of nuts, so like a little bit unlikable. And a lot of what hit that for me was her like you know dragging Patrick to the ice, and it really hit. For me, this viewing, the scene on the ice is where I think where she realizes that she's in love with him, mm-hmm. and when she comes out of erasing him from her memory, she keeps trying to get that moment back subconsciously, keeps trying to recreate it, so she tries to recreate it with Patrick, and then she tries to recreate it with Joel, and then it, and that works, and oh. that's like what's missing. Yeah. But she's so nuts, so dragging Patrick that it makes her unlikable, but when you kind of think about it that way, you're like, you no, know, she knows there's a part of her missing, and she's trying to get it back. Yeah,
2: she's desperately searching to get that back. Yeah, so yeah.
1: that's that really... Hit me this time.
2: Mm.
3: So much less simple than I thought. Nothing is simple. Nothing <laughs> is simple in this
0: film. <laughs> what you got, Brad?
2: Boy. Uh, <clears throat> still hard. I mean, I yeah, I all your picks I could totally have chose here. I think probably the scene that hit me so much this time, and it's literally it, it's as simple of a scene as there can be, but it's uh, when Uh, Joel starts saying, I want to call it off. Just like on the ice. Yes. I want to, like realizing I want to call it off is so heartbreaking because you know, you assume he can't. And it's just like he, and just constantly ripping, I was saying to you guys earlier, but like the constantly seeing Joel having to have Clementine ripped away from him throughout, where he keeps trying to stop this from happening, and she keeps disappearing. But this is, obviously, kind of starts all that off, and it's the first part of this movie that, like, just broke me. because. Mm-hmm. And Carrie, I mean, son of a bitch, should have been nominated for something, son but good it. God.
3: Yeah, he's so good at illustrating the desperation and powerlessness of that moment. It's just, he's...
0: Well, and I, what I really love about it is that he... He happily lets go of the fights. So when they have a fight about him not wanting to have a child yet, and says, oh, do you think you're even fit to be a mother? And they start fighting. He, like, walks away from that memory, lets it go, like, does not fight for it. Right. And then after he gets the talk under the covers... Right. When Mm -hmm. she says that, like, I used to not think I was pretty, and I had this doll that I'd call Clementine, and just yell at her to be pretty... And he's just like realizes that he doesn't want to let it go. It's just oh, it is. That's the one that I was debating about for best scene actually. That I'm he's, glad you said it. Let me keep this it. one. Let me keep. He yeah, says, "Let me yeah. keep this
2: one," and then it's that kind of starts off the. I don't want this any. Or I don't. Yeah. and then he's
0: out on the ice, pleading yeah, to, call it, to call it off. Right.
1: And then cuts hilariously to the two of them dancing in their underwear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah. It
2: undercuts that beautifully, but man, ah, uh, it's tough to
0: watch. Uh, yeah. Like there's like good moments even in the bad moments. I know,
2: <laughs> I know there are.
0: All right, guys. Well, if there's a best scene, worst scene. What's the worst scene in Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind? Here's your favorite part, Brad. Is what you wanted. I mean, it's no. I know because we all like. I it. understand. Um, it's a callback.
2: Yeah, the only thing that kind of there's like two things that stick out for me. They're both small. A, it's when. Uh, Clementine uses the hard F
1: oh yeah
2: that registered pretty I, high I on I my almost, scale
1: yeah there's nothing wrong with the scene but I, it no. was just like and for me there was nothing wrong with the scene but yeah,
2: yeah and it, it is, chalks it up to being 2004 yeah. we've seen it now watching enough movies in these early aughts that still, it still was, yeah. it's still very prevalent yeah it's and jarring yeah it is it's very jarring especially for a character you like so much and nowadays it's just so faux pas right like you just don't because yeah. it's not right um the only other thing that I barely even noticed, but there was, and I don't know, I like almost hesitate to even mention it because it happened so fast I wasn't even sure it happened. There was this weird shot right at the top of the uh, actual meeting scene of Clementine and Joel, where you see it first meeting or second meeting, the actual meet cute. The, the, when um, they actually, steps? yes yeah. and whenever like kind of when they're walking out when we actually see the scene play out uh and there's like this cut to the ocean that almost looked like it wasn't in high definition it mm-hmm. almost looked like it was a quick cut but it looked just looked visually a little off from a cut right before it they'd shown the ocean they cut back to like joel and them like coming down the, or somewhere else and then cut back to and i was like that looked just really off
1: hmm. that's your worst scene
2: no, the effort F word. The hard Oh, right, the F okay. But I just wanted to mention that because it just, I'm not sure if I just was
1: seeing things. It but wasn't like
0: the memory blurring as it disappeared or anything? No,
2: it just looked like standard def instead of high def or something. It was just a weird... Okay, But fair enough. I wish I would have gone back and checked it if I had time. Mine's yeah, no. a really
3: specific right, too. Go ahead. But it's because of... I imagine
0: they kind of all
2: will be.
3: It's a few dozen viewings of this film, not recently, except for this one. But there's that scene where Joel goes into the office, Kristen Dunst, Mary. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mary greets him, and it zooms in on the labels printing, but it's not the labels, it's the actual card. And it, it always drives me crazy, and it always has, because it's it's not the right thing because there there are three different cards that you can see the names on in that shot and they're all different names and uh, there would be no efficiency in that you're stuffing on right. oh, like uh, the same name I
1: thought that too when I saw oh, it and I was like oh there, you, there'd be more than one per person yeah, yeah I get because that because you
3: have to email that is a great yeah. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> that, a that, a good note. Yeah. that is life. lacking sure. it, efficiency yeah it, it doesn't make any sense unless they all only know one person right yeah. you know? losers maybe they were really old maybe Lizzie, I, uh, uh, gripes, but gripes nonetheless. Yeah, hey, um, that's what we're seen is for. I know, and I love, I I love, the Mary and Doctor
0: uh, Mearsyak Howard Mearsyak
1: Howard. I I really like that reveal <laughs> so much. Mm. Um, I can always do less with very older men with much younger women. I can always do less of that in Absolutely. storytelling. Absolutely. Uh, I,
0: I guess we should clarify, in case you're not uh, too up on this movie, uh, Kirsten Dunst had, had had an affair with Tom Wilkinson, Doctor, her, her boss, and then yeah. it's race. It must
1: be 30 years different. Yeah, maybe? and then but the, either way, then it's a 20, race, 20, and then please? his wife sees him right. in it's an intimate and
0: moment later, and then it's like, oh, you right. can't quit her.
1: Right. Yeah. I can always. I, I can always do less with that, just in general. But um, it doesn't bother me so much. To, this film to take me out of it. The other. The uh, and then the other small gripe is when they kiss. Um and and Mark Ruffalo's is outside. They're like starting to undress, and I don't buy that they would start. Having sex with Mark Ruffalo right outside. They the were in window. Yeah. yeah, like he yeah. gets out and his shirt's untucked, and he took his jacket off, and she when she, when they she's like in a tank top. She's in a tank, top, a tank top, and she wasn't before. I yeah. chose to not see that at all. Yeah, and I just didn't. That's the only moment in the movie where I'm really like, what? especially with all,
0: all the trouble that Joel right has yeah. already given them. Like, don't you think you'd be paying attention to this guy and his yeah. brain damage? Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Tom Wilkinson, uh, Kirsten Dunst, thirty five
1: years apart in age. Wow. Oh, oh, nice. You Thank you, Brad. Yeah.
0: You yes. know. My my worst scene kind of is into that. Mm-hmm. What I don't understand is why does Mary continue to work for the company after this happened? Why wouldn't she have her memory erased and then, and then go leave. find a new job? I think
1: that she genuinely likes the work.
0: Yeah, clearly like she, and respects yeah,
1: yeah. The, what it is. So maybe Z- and and that that would be hard to pull off because how do you erase?
3: How do you know? Like, like you don't have, you like, an I quit You don't have scene. a record yeah. of unemployment. You don't
2: well, have to last... Well, he, and here's you the other to problem, too. Like, you have to get rid of everything that reminds you of the person. Well, exactly. But how can she be in that office still, then? You're right. Yeah. Because that would still remind her... Because, everything around there would but, remind her. Hold
0: on, hold on. No, no, the things Unless it's pre... Well, she... it doesn't... No, no, it doesn't matter. You're right, because everything that reminds you of them, because the things that remind Jim Carrey, or Jim Carrey, Joel, and Clementine of each other are the permanent things. The car wreck the the things that they can't forget. Montauk. They keep. Right. They both go to Montauk and be like, what the fuck is going to... Why am I well, here? Well, you could
2: also argue that they fight for that memory. Like, she, he fights to That's keep true. that. And she... Okay. Somewhat, obviously did as it well. It obviously yeah, did yeah. as well. So they fought to keep that memory. Okay.
3: But I kind of love the slow burn of that, too, because it does come back. It, 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 it wasn't successful. Right. Yeah, it's always right. inevitable. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: I do like that. The old, like... The reinforcement of that it's always inevitable is really nice. That it's like, look, no matter what you try, you can't fight what your feelings want, what your body wants. Yeah. And uh, so even if you've had your memories erased, you can still find yourself in the exact same situation, mm-hmm. um, which I think is very the connection sweet. is the connection. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't can't. go away.
1: Yeah. Also, if we start nitpicking at how this. Entire thing works. We'll, we'll, we'll just go in circles because this can't happen. Well, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> certainly that technology
3: actually. No, the brain, I mean, like I people, wish. Uh,
1: when you're in a relationship with someone, being able to delete them from every aspect of your life just wouldn't happen because you'd have to. You'd have, have show up in another like, country yeah, the and you're expecting your entire community around you to pretend with you. Yeah, it's it,
2: it's a, certainly a stretch, yeah. but it's an unreasonable they request. Sell it. It's fine. They sell it well enough. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, there it is, guys, the theme song to our final podcast game. It's time for milking It. Uh, this game, worth zero to five points. So, easily the heaviest, heaviest weighted game of the podcast. We're each going to draw a card from the big box of Hollywood ideas of prequels, sequels, reboots, and genres. On said card will give you a new way to reduce, reuse, recycle any of the characters, themes, um, anything, uh, story elements of Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Repurpose it reconstruct it put it out there uh, with a title and a quick summary for the studio make a billion more dollars for the studio system. All right All right so oh, thanks Brent no problem Put him here here's the old Hollywood relic Ugh. out once again and uh, I believe it is now Lizzie's turn to go first so it is. Lizzie would you please
1: I'll honor you
0: honor us in drawing a card.
1: Oh, Detective Mystery. Oh,
0: a Detective Mystery. Yeah, I like Very that. interesting.
1: Uh-oh.
3: Meg? Okay. A psychological Thriller.
0: That also lends itself pretty well. Oh, boy. Brad Davis. All right.
1: We have a good studio behind us here. Yeah. <laughs> it's pitches. Comic book superhero movie. Oh,
0: second week of a superhero movie. Oh.
1: Brad, you saw Black Panther this weekend, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, th- I'm... Ready. The superhero movie this that we leave any of our money. Yeah. And I'll draw a road movie. Mm. Okay. Well, we're gonna take a quick break. The second of two. And be right back with four brand new movies for your listening enjoyment right after this. <laughs> And we're back right in the middle of milking it for eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. I'm Chris Maxwell. That's Brad Davis, Meg Stiles, and Lizzie Donaldson around the podcast table today with four interpretations of the Michelle Gondry Charlie Kaufman film. And we're starting with Lizzie and her detective misery. Misery. Mystery. <laughs> Come on. Don't judge. <laughs> I haven't even pitched it <laughs> yet. <laughs> Set <up. laughs>
1: Jesus it's so <laughs> Wow,
0: Heart? mystery. Hey,
1: Jesus, so Mystery. He tough. Okay, so we find Joel Barish. Barish, miserable. <laughs> 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 miserable. Miserable. Uh, Joel Barish wakes up one day and he he's lost something, but he doesn't know what it is. So, but he knows he's lost something. So he tears apart his whole apartment and he finds the drawing that he did of Clementine that he finds at the end of the film. Skeleton body. The skeleton body. So he finds this, and he's like, this is evidence that I am missing a a person. Like, this person is missing. So he calls the police to look into this matter. It's a missing persons report. And the detective that suddenly is answering the station's phone calls, uh, he really wouldn't give it a second thought because this is kind of a garbage thing, but this is the third call he's gotten like this. And this is the only person that has a piece of physical evidence to potentially back this up. So he follows through. Um, he, uh, so he follows through. He asks around about this. All he has is this girl with bright hair and she's missing. So he kind of asks around the neighborhood. Now Joel and Clementine do live in the same neighborhood and she works there. So he's a betray- he eventually is led to that there's a bright-haired girl that works at the Barnes and & Noble and uh, with bright orange hair. But he gets there and she actually has bright blue hair. So thrown off the scent a little bit. And, uh, <laughs> lost my place. Uh, uh, anyway, he can't basically, uh, he, uh, come, but he comes back and he asks if she's missing anyone. And she is. She thinks that she is, but she does not want to say anything because she feels crazy. Because there's nothing, no one really missing. So they both sound nuts. So he decides to maybe run a toxicity report on them. And they both mm-hmm. come back having recently been drugged with the same drug. And he follows the trail of that drug. And the only manufacturer, the only person, the drug company only sells it to one company. And that's Lacuna. And it leads him to Lacuna. And the detective, when he gets there, finds the tapes and distributes them and sets everyone free. Wow. Ooh. And the title is Missing Persons.
0: That's really good. Love okay. It. Hey. Wow. The drug, uh, the similar yes. drug is a great catch. Thank you. Good, good detail. Wow. Wow. Yeah, You would DMZ. make a
1: great detective, Lizzie. Thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if I can write the ends to my own cases, I'm going to solve them every
3: time. <laughs> 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 uh.
0: Okay, Meg, do you have your psychological thriller ready for us?
3: I do. I have my psychological thriller ready, although there is a lot less detail in that. <laughs> I hope you'll forgive me. Um, okay. We'll be kind. The movie begins the same way. It's going to follow the exact same timeline, but there's going to be a lot more minor chords, more threatening music, threat of violence, that kind of feeling that you get in those types of movies, start fighting. You're going to go through and and you'll see more of their relationship, but much more of the Joel rolling his eyes at her, but also drawing her back in, drawing her back in, drawing her back in. Um, We'll go through a lot more of that movie and then, Further in the future, we the big reveal is when they flash back, they find out that she erased him because he was stalking her. Mm. And uh, honest, she, and he was court-ordered to do the same as a part of the trial in the stalking case. He
0: was court-ordered to stalk her?
3: No, yes. he was. she, she had him erased, and he was oh, court-ordered oh. to erase her so that he would stop stalking oh. her. Because in the future, in this world... Yeah, that's a thing that you can. That's
2: actually for. a really good form of punishment. For, yes. Yeah.
3: Um, and then, dun dun dun, he finds her again. Minor chord. Minor uh, <laughs> yeah. chord. And then the movie ends, replaying the scene where he's going. There's a stalker book. End. <laughs> All right. Let
2: <laughs> me bring it back to the stalker book.
3: Yeah.
2: Do
0: you have a title for us?
3: Um. Stalker book? No, I, I, I didn't really come up with a good title because I feel like that would give it away. Maybe, um. No, I don't have a title.
0: Regular relationship book.
3: Regular relationship.
1: I'm not a stalker book?
0: <laughs> I'm not a
1: stalker book. Um, I'm off the scent.
0: Stalker book, not stalker working book.
3: Working title is stalker book. Stalker book. Okay. I'll get back to you. All right. Maybe.
0: Okay. <laughs> Maybe. Suspenseful ending. Brad. Yeah. <laughs> Superhero movie for us? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> what do you got, buddy? Okay. Uh,
2: so we have Joel who is going to his dead end job, uh, uh, in his dead end life, and just is is miserable. And um, he has the sense that he should do something else that day, and like just can't really shake this feeling. So he decides to ditch work. He decides to go off to Montauk and just kind of have this uh, day separated from everybody else's very like uh, calm, uh, soothing day just out away from everything. And while he's there, all of a sudden this, in, uh, this force comes and wreaks havoc on the small town. And like uh, this, this villain is coming over to like kill everybody in the town. And therefore, Joel has to be saved, and this uh, woman shows up out of nowhere and ends up protecting everybody in the town. She's got the orange hair, she's got an orange sweatshirt, and um, she saves everybody and specifically saves Joel from the uh, from the. Uh, he's called Doctor Memory, and <laughs> I knew you'd love it. I do. <laughs> Um, so she saves him and like, you know, gets him away from, uh, from the doctor. And like, it seems like, you know, just kind of your typical save the, uh, person in distress, but there's kind of this connection between the two of them that kind of keeps popping up and, um, starts to become evident to them that Dr. Memory, whose his, his whole thing is wiping people's minds had wiped her mind and his mind who was they were in love and she had that she'd been hiding her um, her actual uh, superhero identity from him so now it kind of all starts to come back around and they start to remember each other and eventually work together to beat Dr. Memory and the title of the movie which is also her superhero name is The Tenacious Tangerine
0: The Yee! Tenacious Tangerine
3: <laughs>
1: That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah, it's all right.
3: I've watched that.
1: Thanks.
0: I like the villain plot line of erasing people's memories. Yeah, that's really fun. Well used. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome, sir. <clears throat> I have a uh, road movie ready if you if you guys are oh, ready for uh, it.
1: Chris, did you want to share your road movie? Okay. If you want, uh, I'd be curious to hear it. Let's hit the road. Yeah, you it's, got like, it, guys. This is uh, oh. Chris Maxwell with his uh, adaptation of Eternal Sunshine as a road movie. Chris, oh. take it away. <laughs> all
0: right. Well, you know what? Uh, so. This one, a couple couple meets, right? Joel and Clementine meet. Um, And they get along. They have this great meet, cute. It lasts all night. But she finds out at the very end, in the morning, that Joel is moving from New York City to Los Angeles, California. Oh, no. Driving across the country. And she impulsively, and he also impulsively, I guess, decides, hey, why don't you come with me? She comes with him. And... Through, uh, you know, the, this trek across the United States of America, they have their relationship, like, unfold. Um, which, of course, includes them, like, reading some poetry or something that says, like, Oh, um, as we travel across the eternal highway on the American road. Uh, love blossoms something, I don't know. Some, some, <laughs> mm, see if we can put so a poem. Someone we'll get <laughs> on the, you know...
3: Love Blossom something. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. We'll Where's intern. my dramaturg? We'll Write the, a poem that says that something. We'll have the
2: intern on it.
0: Right. So uh, when they finally get to L.A., tensions have kind of built a little bit. They've been trapped in his car the whole time and in small hotel rooms because it's not like they've had a lot of money. Uh, and they break up. Uh, she flies back, but in some weird twist of economics, he can't afford to, but then he drives back anyway. Or maybe he, he uh, hitchhikes back. Uh, the other way, and on his way back, retreading the same ground that they drove out on, he kind of remembers and reassesses the relationship that they had on the way out, and he arrives in New York City where they've both clearly kind of gone through the same thing, and decide to give it one more go. Hmm. I like that. Eternal Highway on the American Road. (laughs) Got it. Nice
3: title.
0: Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, guys, uh, once you're done scoring, please pass your scorecards to the front of the class. And when you are done doing so, well, I'll do some simple addition and find out who wins it. But in the meantime, we get into the pessimistic end of our show, which is podcast regrets. Anything regrets saying or not saying during the duration of the show?
2: I regret not having more time to talk about best scenes, because there's about... (laughs) Fifteen more.
1: Could we talk? Is there an entire movie category where we just, just just go through go the through the
2: every movie, movie from yeah. scene to scene and talk about how we feel about it? I feel like we could do that. Oh. Yeah, yeah. That'll sure. be like a bonus four-hour podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think the, the one thing I do want to really mention is everything. I don't feel it really we've really talked about is exactly how everything goes down at the end with them. We've seen the whole scene play out at the beginning of their kind of re-meet cute. Everything's going well, and then. They both get these tapes of their confessions of what they hate about the other character. And uh, uh Clementine plays hers in the car with Joel while he's there. Then she finally chases him down back to his apartment and he's listening to hers, and it's awful. But the scene in the hallway at the end, when he chases her down, and she just says, you know, we're gonna end up. Dude, I'm, I'm going to end up finding you boring. You're going to end up finding me too impulsive and all this stuff. And he just says, okay. Mm. And it's, the okay is so perfect for A, just because he accepts that he'd rather do this Keep again. Anyway. He'd yeah. rather just try this again and even if it fails, he'd rather still do it. But I also love the simplicity they have of the character. The character, all he says at first is that, what does he say, that's nice? Yeah, mm-hmm. you're nice. Yeah, yeah, that's nice or and everything's nice and they just have his big line really in the movie be okay
1: and for it to change everything it it
2: changes everything is god damn it it's perfect it's
1: great i wondered during this movie i noted this is this character clementine what essentially launched a long love affair of the manic pixie dream girl
0: no i think that's natalie portman in garden state what year is
2: garden
1: state Oh that's O oh, two. 2 I think. Yeah, I think it's I know
2: whenever I hear Manic Pixie who, Dream Girl that is Natalie Portman Garden State is the that's one I always call. hear
0: referenced. And I bet you there's one before that.
1: Right. Do you think this is even peak then? this is Oscar nominated Manic Pixie Dream Girl?
0: Well, and
2: here and here's my
0: argument. <laughs> well, do you think it's Manic Pixie Dream Girl well, cuz she changes?
2: And here's my that's my argument. Uh, that yeah. she changes as well. It is both of them changing because he makes a decision to stay with her and they both kind of change together through this process more than certainly Garden State does.
1: Sure. You're right.
2: There's an that's arc to point. her character where Natalie Portman and, in Garden State which I still really like that movie there is no arc to her character other than feeding the the male
1: protagonist hmm.
2: into him changing. I got gotcha. you. I decisions. see. I see. Okay. You're not but it's it certainly plays that's into certain, a lot that's of a qualifier
1: I didn't really assign to, to that type, mm. um, the, the, the lack of an arc or change or anything like that, or just the, the only the surface. I guess Dream Girl, it's like inherently then only is servicing the counterpart. Yeah. Is that... Well, is that... I, I will say, real? I
0: think this is born out of that, mm-hmm. but just, I mean, I think Kaufman and Gondry are better than that. Yeah. So they took that right. archetype and kind of like, hey, what if she actually did change and right. had things to deal with? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but I don't think you're wrong. But I do think Garden State is like the like right, shining example right. of of this.
1: That's that's true. Yeah. And I agree with that. And
2: I and I feel like there is, even though Portman's good in that, has a nice performance in that movie. I feel like there is much more depth to this character.
1: Than, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And much more
2: happening than her than uh, her character in Garden State.
1: Um, I just want to shout out the editing and the score to this. Oh. Movie. The score is, score
2: is
3: crazy. Is... I listened to the score. Yeah, we used, <laughs> we used to, we used to listen know. to the soundtrack <laughs> yes. in college. It's, it's like so
1: good. The legit score. John Ryan. Monthly show at Largo. Whoop. LA La local fans. Nice. Nice. Yeah.
2: It's a very interesting score. It's very... Uh, they mix it up a lot. Especially the scene. The score they play on the train. It's
3: plucky and confusing yeah. and whimsical. It's mm-hmm. It's nice. I think that one thing that I regret not having talked about yet is the the snapshots of intimacy that they illuminate in this with... A lot of movies try to create these little bubbles of what you remember about a relationship and what's important. And I think that this this particular one does it just perfectly because they kind of cover the span, but you also... It's it's kind of this beautiful moment that's encapsulated, and they they do that her, like when she's eating the the takeout and chomping on the, oh, the, yeah, snopey, the yeah like a like a little like a little animal like a, how would a bunny would eat it moments like that, and then he smiles at her yeah and that, then it's annoying later you know it, it's just it's it's a beautiful moment like that.
2: I I noticed that scene too when she's just like crunched down this and it's just the looking at her and just mm-hmm. finding her charming yeah. And just that little that. smile. It's such. Yeah. It's those little details that make the relationship seem more realistic.
3: Yeah, they because, fight like a normal couple. Yeah,
2: and those little details are what happens in normal relationships. You find these little idiosyncrasies that the average person wouldn't even notice so mm-hmm. adorable.
3: Mm-hmm. And, and it's communicated so succinctly.
2: Yeah, it is.
0: Well, guys, I got the points tallied. I, I really regret coming in fourth place this time. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, twenty-five point five points. You don't I regret know. it any other time. Well, I really thought I'd do better on this one, but uh, yeah. oh well. Here we are. Yeah. Uh, Brad, your third place, twenty-five point seven points, just edging me out. Love it. And first and second places are uh,
2: are are <laughs> even,
0: <laughs> even closer. Really? Even closer wow. by a tenth of a point.
4: Cool. Oh. <clears good throat>
0: Lizzie Donaldson came with uh, came in with twenty six point three points. Meg (laughs) Styles finishes with twenty six point
3: four points. Wow! Oh my goodness, you guys, we're being generous.
0: (laughs) I I don't think think so. Well, I mean, hey, you had a good milk in it. You had a great impression. Your, your, your summary game was solid. Good game,
1: Wendy. Summary game. game was excellent. Yeah. Good, game,
0: Max, good game, To be honest, this this was, yeah, I mean, we all did pretty Chris, well. bad Chris game. lost them, Bad right? game, Brad. <laughs> not a good performance. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't think
3: you shake hands in bad game. I think you slap <laughs> yeah, each other. Why not? <laughs> no, no, no. Slap, no. Each, slap each other? Slap we each, each had a bad
0: game. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. If we were talking to you bad guys, game. we'd be slapping people. <laughs> that's a different show. Because that's the bad game. <laughs> g- yeah, I, you, you slap the winners. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Isn't that how you do it in T-Ball? You slap the winners <laughs> <laughs> alright guys that's the podcast oh, there it is hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey. eternal sunshine of <laughs> spotless mind
2: oh, yeah. I'm so glad we got to watch that movie again
0: yeah me too it was a really I it was due for a rewatch it, it is phenomenal it's still so so good we all won we all won uh, yeah. oh yeah that's nice
3: let's watch it again
0: okay here we go here well we no go. we gotta watch confessions of a oh, dangerous right, mind right. Right. An eternal and Eternal sunshine again yeah deal Lizzie, let's start with you. Anything to plug today?
1: Um, you 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 can you guys can watch Blackish I on do. ABC if you feel like it Tuesday nights at nine. Um,
3: you it's know, a great show. It's
1: a great show, and I'm I'm proud to work on it. Yeah. Um, so that's that. And then I have I have a Twitter, and sometimes I make jokes on it, and I like them at Lizzie Donaldson, Lizzie with an I E. Thank you. Good night.
0: Yeah, I try to like them too. They're usually pretty good.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Meg. Thank you so much for being on the show. We're so happy to have had you before we wrap up the run here. Thank
3: you. I am too. I'm so excited it worked out. I had a blast. (laughs) I do have something to plug. Please. Not my Twitter, because I probably have one, but don't use it. No. I don't. Um, (laughs) A show on Netflix called Dark. Is that what I'm supposed to do to plug stuff? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I just watched this whole show really quickly, which usually it takes me a really long time to watch stuff because I don't watch TV a whole lot. It's called Dark. It's all in German. Watch it in German with subtitles. Don't watch the English version. Okay. It's amazing. It reminds me of Stranger Things and.
0: I've heard it was pretty good. So this your
3: German plug?
0: <laughs> Probably not. We've had Aaron Teachman on the show. Oh, once or sure. Twice. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah.
1: Of course. Yeah. The teach. teach. No
0: one's more German. <laughs> well, somebody is. <laughs>
1: there are a lot of people
2: more German. Somebody is. Most Germans. The Germans are. <laughs> Other than the Germans, though. Yeah. yeah.
0: Brad Davis thank you as always my friend
2: a pleasure sir uh, at BD GP on Twitter and Instagram that's
0: it there you go I'm at Cross ma- ma- mm. Mm. take that from the top and at, at High Church. on Film is the show <laughs> wherever you can find us uh, I'm at Cross Maxwell that's Chris with an O in place of the I across your social media accounts and that's it guys next week we're coming back with some Oscar talk Oscar Spectacular Part 1 this year, I believe, well, I don't want to announce it. We kind of spoiler-not-spoilered it, but yeah, just in case our guests, guests t- It's
1: Clint, East, Clint Eastwood.
0: It, it might be, it's it Clint very Eastwood. well may be a Clint Eastwood film. Oh,
1: it's not Clint Eastwood as your guest. No, no. No, <sighs> no,
0: no. That no, no, would, no, no. We, I don't know if we'd bash Gran Torino so much if Clint Eastwood <laughs> was sitting <alone>. here. <laughs> yeah, <everybody> uh,
1: it <laughs> depends. Answer for your films.
2: If we have, we'll have Clint Eastwood uh, yeah. here, but he'll just be in an empty
3: Is chair. Is armed or not?
2: Yeah, <laughs>
1: probably
3: armed. He's, he's, he's always armed.
0: He's definitely armed. Well, it'd be interesting because if we do the movie that I think we're going to do, it's somewhat anti-violence. <sighs> oh,
2: mm. Spoilers, Yeah, yeah. That's
0: funny. Spoiler, not spoiler. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about that next week when we get to it and uh, we'll also have all your Oscar predictions and all that fun stuff. The night. We'll be airing a day early, the night of the Oscars next week. Woo! So, that morning, tune in, hear your high on film and then you can watch the Oscars. I
1: know I will.
0: There you go. Lizzie is. Why aren't you? All right, guys. That's the show. We love you. We'll see you next week for the Oscar Spectacular. Goodbye.